Wonderbar. It's been love, uh, but it's over now. Get this party started Sally's right. Sally's got to get on her train home. Mm. Mm. Sally. Is, am, am I Sally? You are Sally. My name is Joel. I'm not Sally. Stop calling me Sally. Tonight on Fast Karate for the Gentleman, Kung Fu has been made illegal. Ha-cha-cha! But if you outlaw Kung Fu, only outlaws will know Kung Fu. Wa-cha-cha! All right. Today is a date sometime in the unspecified future. Where robots rule the earth, Probably. and Dave and Joel are marauding cybernetic punk bounty hunters, <laughs> chasing down tail and cybernetic punk bounties. <laughs> Hopefully not at the same time. But Maybe. Sometimes, sometimes According at the same to your time. sicko bubblegum crisis fantasy, probably, actually. Well, Joel, nobody forced you. Nobody put a cybernetic bounty hunter gun to your head. <laughs> oh... Delightful. This podcast has already started out well. I am pleased. Mm-hmm. I get a very positive attitude about this one. <laughs> what are we talking about anyway? Welcome to the Nahuka. Nahuka. Welcome to the Nahuka. What is it? It actually means something, but I watched this and didn't write it down, so I don't remember. It's like the. It's like Japan's public access or something. Really? It's like PBS. I think it's a television station. Okay. It's like Nihon Yeah, it did say Nihon something. But yeah, welcome to the NHK. They never actually get to the NHK, at least not in these four episodes. Is it is the whole idea that their gal game will eventually take them onto the NHK? I don't I don't really know. No, the the he he identifies the NHK as the conspiracy that has created him and led him to the life as a neat yeah. The main character this this the show starts out with this main character who is a neat or a hikiguri. Uh hiko it's like hikoku hikoku sorry. Uh, it he's a shut-in. He's shut a shut-in. <laughs> he's one of those Japanese guys that spends all of his time in his room doing nothing. And this guy in particular is confronted by a missionary who knocks on his door and asks him if he wants to come outside. Um, but this- to which he says, no, bitch, I'm a shut-in. <laughs> but actually, he's more like an anime character, and he's like, ho, 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 do you really think someone like I could be a shut-in? When if I fact- really am a shut-in, why would I come? what kind of shut-in would I be if I go outside? And all these ridiculous <clears throat> things. Yeah. So, in the process, he meets a super hot chick, who's uh, in actuality a 13-year-old girl. She's not 13, yeah, she's, she's 17. Like 17, but whatever. She looks like a 13-year-old Yeah, girl. she's totally Moe. Um, However, there's an, this, is the, this brings up the first interesting point about Welcome to the NHK. And don't consider this an endorsement, because I probably will never watch any more of the show. However, it has the interesting inversion that they have a character who would ostensibly be Moe in The Girl, but she's trying to save the guy, yeah. because he's a total loser, and she's adopted him as her project. Yeah. Which is, I don't... I thought... Somewhat interesting. Is it $120 interesting? <laughs> no. Of course not. <laughs> Definitely not. But Chris Orb. Oh, my, no. If you want to keep sending us the DVDs. Absolutely. Right. Chris Orb, continue to be our sugar daddy. Yeah. And I'll talk about this show. You know you like it. 
I don't know. I feel like NHK starts off pretty strong. I feel like the first couple episodes are pretty good. And then the subsequent couple episodes are not as good. I feel like as soon as they introduce the anime otaku, and then they make the plan to make the perfect, uh, like... Gal game character? Yeah, the... Which... You have to pick up a lot of these things from context. They don't intactly tell you. But from what I understand, this is a game that is used for the express purpose of masturbation. Wait, wait, wait. You have to pick up from context? Well, they, I mean, they... Okay, before they explicitly tell you, they do explicitly. <laughs> but they well, never say it's for beating off. This is true. Because that would ruin their moe purity. Even though the girl ends up naked at the end? Which is pretty much expressly the point. And usually naked and spunked on. Ew. Did I did I just blow your mind? No, you kind of inverted it. It was an imploded mind. My mind imploded. It's now the size of a walnut. All crinkled in black. Just like my heart. It's been a long time since we talked about stuff like Moe on this show. And while this show does not specifically endorse it, it may also not disencourage it. I don't know. I feel like this show is giving me severely mixed messages, and I feel like when it it does the discouragement thing, it doesn't do it enough. Well, we, to be fair, we've only watched the first four episodes. As usual, we're only going to watch one episode of this, or one DVD of this show, mm-hmm. and we're going to judge the entirety of it, mm-hmm. which is appropriate. That's how we do it. Because frankly, if something is interesting, it's probably pretty interesting the whole time. Yeah. And if it's going to be interesting, it better be interesting up front. We've, we've talked about this before. If it takes 13 episodes for your show to get interesting, it's probably not as interesting as you think it is. Well, by the time you get to the 13th show, you're already out 80 bucks. Yeah. I don't have 80 bucks to see if something is okay. Why didn't they just start the show? I have zero dollars to decide on the fly. Yeah. Or we just watch whatever Chris Orr sends us. I decide rashly because I'm poor. ADV's pocket. You know those crazy people who spout off nonsense? That's because they're too poor to experience the rest of life. (laughs) They've seen that much. They can't afford the rest. So they think Jesus is on his way back. (laughs) That's. That's where we're at with anime. Exactly. Oh, my. Speaking of crazy people on the street, there were people on every corner around City Hall today with these enormous blow-up posters with pictures of aborted fetuses on them. Awesome! Now, I may... uh, The whole abortion issue aside, that's really creepy. And it didn't help me to have to... I kept on trying to escape it. But it was they were some kind everywhere. of terrible nightmare. It just kept popping up places. Kept, a woman would turn around, and her face would be an aborted fetus. You'd go into the men's room, and then you turn around, and your penis is an aborted fetus. Thank God that didn't happen. How could that even be? What terrible perversion of nature has brought us to this horrible crossroads? I can't stop twitching. I think I'm going to cry. I can't stop crying. Shit all over myself. Oh uh, Yeah, but so, I don't know. I don't know. That just made me think of that for some reason. But and, anyway, that was messed up, man. More to the point. Okay, so this guy, his name, I don't recall. That's not really relevant. Character. Character, (laughs) main character number one, who is the guy, wants to have sex with main character number two. Probably. Well, he doesn't want to have sex with her. See, this is my thing. I think he just wants to impress her in some way to prove that he doesn't need to be saved. Yeah. That's part of the motivation here is that he has written off the entire world and in typical kind of shut-in fashion, has decided that he's too good for it or that the world is out to get him. 
And so he's really the one who's empowered because he knows about the conspiracy and he's ready to take care of it. And then this chick shows up and tells him, really, you're the subject of my project to save pathetic people. Yeah. So he has to prove he's not a pathetic person, which really just makes him more pathetic. Yeah. Which is kind of awkward, like Steve Carell in The Office. Well, when you put it that way, Steve Carell in The Office is quite hilarious. Yeah, sometimes, but every once in a while I have to look yeah. away from the screen because it's so cringe. You just can't help but grate your teeth at what's happening. Scavs would never watch uh, sitcoms <clears throat> because he hated that that like exact factor of just like the horrifying awkwardness. Anyway, right. So how is he going to do this? He makes up the worst lie ever and tells her he's a game programmer. Well, he doesn't even get at game programmer immediately. He says he's one thing, and she sees right through that, and he says, well, that's because I'm a creator. And doesn't really explain what he creates until he gets back to his apartment, realizes he's done something incredibly stupid, and in his anger, rushes next door to beat up the otaku jerk who's been playing the theme song from the same show over and over and over again. And he realizes, wait, this is that loser kid I tried to save and got beat up trying to save. Yes, that's exactly how annoying it is. If you don't stop, I'm going to kill you! <laughs> I feel like we should have more subconscious music going on in our show. Subconscious music? Yeah. What does that even mean? Maybe. Well, you, is it called talking, background music? Background music. <laughs> they do listen to that other, this other podcast I listen to. And I don't actually like the podcast, but it makes me laugh when they do that. Yeah, I guess. We're copying off other podcasts now. Get used to it. Oh, wait. Are we really copying off no. other podcasts? Background music is copying off other podcasts? We invented podcasts. I'm not sure if you knew that. People might say different, but they're wrong. There's that guy, Adam something, Perry, Carell. Whose claim to Schiff. fame is that they invented the podcast? Who cares? Yeah. So you were the first person to think, I can post audio of myself talking on the internet. And people actually care. The sad thing is, people actually do. You people are in on the joke. Your lives are sad. <laughs> And our lives are perhaps sadder. Not even close. Well, somebody is... We're all sad in this equation, just to varying degrees. But it's like getting shot in the eye or the arm. You don't really prefer either. Just I think I prefer... worse. I, I prefer getting shot in the arm. How about prefer getting not... Sh- when I say prefer either, I th- maybe I mean prefer neither. Okay. The, uh, the best choice is clearly... <laughs> Not getting shot at all. I understand. All right. So in the perfect world, we wouldn't have a podcast and you wouldn't listen to it and we'd all be better for it. But here we are. So let's continue. The spiral downward Maybe we can on. actually talk about the show. So yeah, when trying to impress an upperclassman in high school, our main character tried to, <laughs> tried to save some dorky kid who was getting beat up and got beat up in the process. The upperclassman was not impressed, but she still plays poker with him. Which is constantly referred to. But anyway. He was also a member of the literature club with her. So this otaku kid next door who keeps playing the song um, turns out to be that very kid. And I thought in one of the better parts of the show, the main character realizes that the reason this kid got beat up so much is because he was so uppity, but he couldn't defend himself. So he'd get (laughs) in people's faces and piss them off, but then have no way to back it up. I thought that was kind of cute, but whatever. And they, he kind of tries to trick him into making a video game for him. And then the guy's like, no, video games are hard work. Especially well, these no, he, dojin games where you have to like draw characters and then 
draw them with semen all over their He's face. He's the stupidest. That's the dumbest part of the show because the guy is in a game design school and he's complaining about how no one understands what gamers really want. But what gamers really want apparently is uh, stop motion animation of girls taking off their clothes. It's not even stop motion animation. It's like, okay, so her clothes are on. And then the next picture, she's like in literally, literally the exact same pose. Nothing about the picture has changed except now her shirt is off or like a button is undone. Like it, that's not that's not even animation. It's like a slideshow. Yeah, it's like a horrible, soul sucking slideshow. But then he decides that this is the ultimate in gamer technology, Which and they, he needs to make call one. Called by many games, Gal Game, other names. Anti game. I think Gal Game is what pretty your much Willy it. Game. <laughs> What's your Willy? Prick I don't think massager. the Willy actually gets. <laughs> well, if you lube it up, that's what uh, you're supposed this to do is, anyway. This needs to stop. Hey, I'm just. Falling to the, the subject content. matter. Yeah, exactly. So this is where my problems with Welcome to the NHK is. This character, basically. I really feel like I don't need a character that encourages the main character to be a hopeless loser. He already I, is? Yeah. Well, I just feel like it makes the show a lot worse for it. Like, he's already a loser. He doesn't need to become worse of a loser before he can get redeemed. And I really don't feel like the show is scathing enough if... It's not actually indicting these people for what they do. Well, I I don't know. Uh, I would agree that it needs to be scathing, but they definitely are indicting these people for what they do. Like There's I, no... The, the, the real moral compass in the show is obviously the girl. Right. She is simultaneously the goal of this guy's entire plan and also the moral backbone of his universe. So he shows up and shames... She shows up and shames him in every instance of him sort of yeah, like, falling deeper into this ridiculous well, otaku culture. I guess it's just that I'm not at a point, I'm not um, intellectually enlightened enough to accept that certain things can be part of the satire. So when he's like outside the elementary school taking pictures of little girls, I can't detach myself from the fact that he's outside an elementary school taking pictures yeah, of little girls. Yeah, you always wonder is... If, like, is this like, humor is this actually really disarming? Satire or... Is this is this satirical or is it somehow disarming a perversion so that it slowly Seems makes more us more comfortable? Yeah. yeah. I can understand and that. That's kind of what my main concern with the show is. And it does show these glimmers of hope. Like uh when they're trying to design the main character for the game. Yeah. The And she's a ghost. Yeah, it's like a ghost fox spirit that cybernetic alien who's critically wounded and is an amnesiac and knew the character in a former life like it's it's this laundry list of the most popular cliches that these otaku people want out of their mode characters and you the guy's drawing it as the main character narrates it to him and he's like yeah yeah this is amazing this is going to be perfect so he shows him this picture and of course it's horrible (laughs) it's like the most disgusting thing ever like you know she's got like her face is messed up and she's in like bandages and a wheelchair and it's not what you would consider arousing, titillating. Um, Although I would say that about most cartoons. I would say that about 40% of cartoons. <laughs> if the other 60% are bubblegum crisis. Well, it all depends on your... It depends on what you're watching, Joel. Anyway, so <laughs> the loser otaku guy is like, check this shit out, this is the new hotness! And then the, the main character is like, no, you're stupid! And I was just doing that stuff to see how stupid and dumb it sounded. Wise up, Krellborn. 
Malcolm in the middle, anyone? I'm bringing it back. <laughs> no, uh, uh, what's it? Do you realize what I just did there? Little shop of horror. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. You this, see what I'm doing? This is working it in. This is the circumventuous podcast. You heard it last week, and we're bringing it back today. <laughs> But yeah, see, you know, we talked about Little Shop of Horrors last week. We talked about Little Shop of Horrors. We talked about Little Shop of Horrors the week before last too. Every time we talked about Halo Two, we've mentioned Little Shop of Horrors. It's because that thing is the Audrey Two. <laughs> I stand <laughs> firmly. <laughs> I stand firmly beside my Legacy of Cain Soul it's, Reaver it's reference. It's also that the Elder God. The God. Elder God was more of a squid. This thing is clearly a. I would be a hundred percent down with a uh, Raziel armor. So get on that, Bungie. That would be so That's a awesome. download pack. I feel like every main character should be missing a jaw and have a shawl to cover it. <laughs> but then pull the shawl down to absorb the souls of it's so, it's really funny that undead thinks, vampire spirits. What's especially funny is that he thinks the shawl can somehow cover up uh, all the damage that's been done to him. Even though his abdomen is apparently gone. His skin and he's is not blue wearing any and the pants. flesh has been flayed from it. <laughs> It's like, don't worry, guys, I've got a shawl. Where are your pants, Raziel? Where Where's are your, junk? your pants? See, he doesn't have any junk, so he doesn't need pants. Uh, hello. It was he got burned, burned off, off in water. <laughs> in the millennia, he spent at the bottom of the abyss. Not the best part <laughs> place to meet girls anyway, so whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like there are these like brief moments where you're watching Welcome to the NHK and you're like, yeah, they are giving it to these people. But then it's followed by like five or ten minutes where you're like, I don't know if they're actually giving it to these people. Well, I something about me, I, I don't think it would be really that enjoyable if the main character were totally unsympathetic. Mm-hmm. You can kind of feel for him because he's such a loser. Yeah. And he's trying to impress this girl who is so totally not impressed by what he's doing. And the fact that he sinks deeper into this loser state as a result of that... Eh, I'm not. I'm not too, too nonplussed by it. I'm definitely not yeah. gonna like go out of my way to get the rest of the show just because it's drama in anime, and mm. the only drama I want in my anime is uh, Samurai the thirty second. Yeah, Samurai. Or Samurai. You made the raid bleed, but oh shit, there's a ninja. <laughs> exactly. It's All the drama. The forest. If yeah, if if the drama is blood falling from the sky, I'm okay with that. I guess. But seriously, while that drama is happening, there needs to be a fight in the background. (laughs) It better be awesome. There better be a chain blade ninja. I can't say that around on chains. (laughs) That's his name, chain blade ninja. I'm down with drama if it's like if it's cowboy bebop drama, because I will admit, at the end of Cowboy Bebop, I was slightly depressed. Yeah, I was pretty sad. But damn, that was a good show. Mm -hmm. When he kicks the hand grenade into the lobby, I'm like kicking a hand grenade into a lobby. You would never even expect that. Who would do that? I would just throw the hand grenade, but he kicked it. Well, with the kick, you maybe get a little more precise control. Like, it doesn't land and bounce. It just kind of skitters. And that's really what NHK lacks. Exploding ninjas and hand grenades being kicked soccer style Also, nobody runs up an escalator firing a pistol while covering their face with their hand. I feel like that doesn't happen enough in this show. I also don't understand why Spike was covering his face with his hand. I never understand why. If a why bullet hits your hand, <laughs> you better hold that to a robot right hand. Through. It's not Jet. He's got a metal arm. Then Jet it makes does sense. It too. Well, that makes sense for him. He's got a metal hand. If a bullet hits his metal hand, it will not go into his head. To be fair, when Udai attacks him, shot him with a sniper rifle, he had his hand in front of his face. And it saved bullet. his life. 
I guess. That must be the... My right hand saved my life tonight. And now I don't have a right hand. Udai Taxum. Udai. God, I love that That guy. name was meant. First space Muslim criminal assassin. <laughs> oh, man. But that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. That's all the things that uh, the NA- Welcome to the NHK Black lacks. Dog Serenade. And I'm not... I don't think I'm going to get down on people who, if they like this show, because this this is a more accessible version of whatever that other show we watched about the founding of Ganyon was. Oh, um... Not the founding of Ganyon. What was it? Gainax. Gainax. Otaku no video? Yeah. That you... It's in inside into their perverse actions. Sort of this weird subculture of otaku. Well, no, but I, the thing is that Welcome to the NHK explains it more yeah. as well. There's more context. And obviously, you it's know... It's also a little more apologetic about it. Really? Yeah, it's definitely like, this is not the way maybe people should be. Oh. Whereas, when you say apologetic... Well, that's what apologetic is. An, but an, an apple, like when an apology for something oh, can wait, also yeah, be an explanation. I got, like, I, uh, yeah, I got that backwards. Sorry. Okay. Um, I meant that. Otaku no Video was less apologetic about it. Because yeah. Otaku no Video is like, cool kids want to collect $30,000 figurines and shit. Everybody else is just missing out. Life-size Gundam? Why not? <laughs> I'm never going to have any kids. Goodbye, college fund. <laughs> but I'm yeah. sure working in the ramen shop will support me. I say, Welcome to the NHK is one of those shows that... my parents will. That sort of skirts... Uh, the line between being really bad and almost good. Mm. I feel like it could become almost good, but it's not a show that I'm into enough to buy DVDs. If this was on TV and I happened to be watching, if I, I would watch it. If I was in the vicinity it. of the TV and there was literally nothing else on. <laughs> and when I say that, I don't mean in the cutesy way that people use the word literally. I mean... If there was no other channel in the entire universe... A cable got turned off. <laughs> then I would watch And that. Welcome to the NHK was being beamed directly into my brain. It's a little simpler than that. I would watch this show. I could maybe be convinced to buy it if it was exceedingly cheap. Like, if it comes out in one of those thin pack things. That, but yeah. I'd never watch it anyway, because we don't even finish the shows we like. That's true. So the shows that I'm like, maybe I like it, I'd have to see more to decide, but I probably don't. That's uh, that's kind of low on my list. Speaking of which, does Jerry have all of Samurai Shampoo? I think so. I am 100% borrowing that. How much have you seen? I haven't seen like any. I've seen like 10 episodes. I've seen the basically the same. Chuka Samurai Chuka Shampoo. Yeah, I saw the one with Hijizuru style. Yeah, now that it's been mentioned, it's been evoked from the depths like Cthulhu. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put it in the podcast. Samurai. All right, I need to remake that gif of us. <laughs> that was a pretty sweet gif. As far as gifts go, how do you make gifs? Uh, I don't know. I use Image Ready. All right, cool. Not that I'm ever going to make a GIF. I just want to know, because there are a lot out there, and I'd like to keep the opportunities open to me. Yeah, well, you don't want to close any doors, right? Right. I don't know. I don't think we've actually talked that long. I think this thing has been on for like five minutes. we got to check that out. Eke a little bit out of this, can't we? Sure, why not? God, these stupid middling shows... They're always so tough to talk about. I was watching the show and I was like, I know I'm not going to be able to say anything about this stupid show. Well, I, 
the show does some things like exposes you to maid cafes, which make you want to rail against Japan for you, hours. You didn't know about maid cafes? No, I did not they know about maid about cafes. Those things on Kotaku like every three days. They're like, oh, maid cafes are so cute. I don't really I'm read. Like, God, I just want to bash you through the eyes, Brian Crescente. <laughs> I don't really read otaku. Ashcraft, who's technically my coworker. Really? Yeah, he, uh, I guess he writes for Otaku USA or something. I guess I do that too. Is Ashcraft the one that lives in Japan? Yeah. How do you do that? How be, do you do... Is that be like, a game writer and afford to live in Japan. I think he's married, too. He is. He's married to a Japanese lady. Really? His son. They call him Mini Bash. <laughs> I need to get <laughs> That's an adorable cool. name for my son. Why is he called Mini Bash? Well, he's... I, don't, I guess oh, it's he's Brian, Brian Ashcraft. Yeah, so, so they Bash. call him Bashcraft. So his son is Mini Bash. That's hilarious. Your parents gifted you Brian Ashcraft by giving you the name Brian Ashcraft and giving you an awesome nickname. What do I got? Joel White. I wonder if they even knew. That falls like a clod of dirt onto the ground. There's no good name coming from that. My boss's name is Dave. It is not David. His name is Dave. Are you serious? And I'm so envious of him now. (laughs) I always thought he was just very informal. But like I, I... just found this out at my brother's wedding. I was like, "You found a social security card, and you're like, Dave. It's all coming together. All the pieces fit." And I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at his license, and I'm looking at mine, and I'm like, "Extra letter, a pox on you, extra letter. <laughs> extra, Who needs two D's in the name? You definitely. It's got to be different. It's got to be extra different letter too, because otherwise you'd be Davy." <laughs> I'd be David. David. <laughs> David. Isn't that the guy from Snow Crash? Who? Maybe that's Dave Fivid. Yeah. However you pronounce that, it's D A V or D A F D. Daffid. Dave Fivid. Is that what it's actually pronounced? It's not some like lead speak thing where five if, is another letter. If five is another letter, it's S, and it would be Dast. I was trying to explain Snow Crash to someone recently. I think they were sold on it. They should have been because it's the most perfect nerd fantasy ever. <laughs> if but you I was like, just, like describing, I was like, okay, so the main character is half black, half Japanese. He's a computer hacker and a samurai swordsman. <laughs> you don't need to explain the rest of the book. Sold. Sign me up for another copy. Oh God, you want to talk about masturbational excesses? Snowcraft is like the distillation of that for American nerds. <laughs> Take it's that, like Aaron, equivalent to- from Ninja Consultants. If I'm a fanboy about one thing, it's Snowcraft. God, that book is so awesome. I want to get buried with it. <laughs> I want to get buried in it. I'm going to commission Neil Stevenson to make the biggest Snowcraft edition ever, and then they're going to bury me inside. And Neil Stevenson will totally do it because he's like, finally, a book large enough to have come from my ego. <laughs> yeah. They have been getting progressively larger as he gets older. Zodiac, little baby book. Only but like anyway, pages. if the fact that like, we're talking about Snow Crash... Like 900 pages! If the fact that we're talking about Snow Crash again, and we've basically hit on every staple topic on this podcast, yeah. isn't any indication isn't indication enough? Welcome to the NHK. It's not that exciting of a show. Yeah, but, it's not but that I feel bad. like it serves a purpose. Like, nobody really wants to watch those documentaries on the History Channel. But they exist for a reason. I know you want to watch them, Joel. Shut up. <laughs> they exist for losers like you. <laughs> the History Channel. They don't the show World documentaries on the channel. History Channel. Yeah, it's World like, War Two. Like, you know, the history of the B-52 uh, Yeah, they're like, Hitler was bad and then something <laughs> blows up for 20 minutes. That's a documentary on the History Channel. Yeah, so nobody actually wants to watch well, that. Well, we took that beach, but they 20 exist of my brothers got killed. 
Things like this are important to be chronicled. The question you need to ask yourself is if you want to watch your time to experience the Chronicle or if you just want to read about it on Wikipedia at 1.30 in the morning when you can't go to sleep. Because the results are effectively the same and you save yourself 20 bucks. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could go either way, but I got to put this one in the L column. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna say I don't even know. I don't. I can't make a decision either way. Chris, or if you send us more free stuff, maybe we'd watch it. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> We're not biased. I'll tell you one thing. I see all these podcasts, and they're like, "We'll never have ads ever." You know, we'll never have ads. We would absolutely have ads if you want to buy space. In you could say second. anything. American Nazi Party. If you want to have an <laughs> ad in this show. Go for it. You could say because that. then I will spend the next twenty minutes after your ad talking about how dumb Nazis are. Yeah, we never. We're not going to sell out. We'll just get paid. Yeah, and there's be a awesome. difference. That would be great. You could base ads questioning my sexuality. I wouldn't have any problem with. They that. could as, place ads as long. As I we... think the, <laughs> there's an audio clip involving one Mr. Kenshiro no Hokudo no. Oh my gosh. Just one. I'm assuming his name. Yeah, just one. Kenshiro no Hokuto. Kenshiro no Hokuto. No, what's Ken? It's Kenshiro no Hokuto. Ken. It's the name that goes forever. It just keeps going. I'm assuming his last name is Hokuto no Ken, unless that's like a title. In which case, it would be Hokuto no Ken Kenshiro. Well, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's like a Your bi- way is much He needs better. a business card. It's like, what's up? He hands a business card. <laughs> and then punches through. He hands you like 20 at a time. He's like, okay, I've got your phone number. Jeez. Stick it out of your pockets and like your shirt collar. It blows up the pockets. Like, I'm not going to be able to call you. I'm not going to be able to call you if you keep doing that. I have thousands of superficial paper cuts all over my body. I wish I was dead. But you, you already are. You already are. are. <laughs> That's it. The end. General Lee, the Army of the North is approaching. <laughs> Marshal your troops. Is this cat's name really General Lee? What's your name? Say it. Uh, Say it. General Lee! <laughs> that was not the cat. It probably was. It, probably. <laughs> but anyway, back Don't to... Don't lick the Xbox controller. Back to the... Uh, oh, that's so foul. That's foul for me and foul why for would you, you. Why is that foul for you? Because now I have to touch a cat spit controller. 
I guess the cat spit does contain I'm gonna knock you out. an unusual amount of Ridiculous fecal matter for a mammal. Tail. 